Welcome. Hello. 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 Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Chew Bubblegum. Hello, and everybody. Kick ass. Kick ass. Everybody. Kick ours. Kick ours. Uh, this hello. used to be Harry Potter. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Moving staircase. Quidditch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chim, chim, chiroo. Cedric Diggory. Spotted Dick. Uh... Hello, this used hello. to be a John Carpenter podcast. <laughs> uh, we, we, we got through all John Carpenter's movies. Now we've been going through different genres, oh themes, categories of movies, and pitting mm-hmm. them against each other to find which one is the best. Uh, each series, we each nominate a movie to then proclaim a winner. A, a winner. A winner. The winner. Uh, I'm one of hosts, Brett Battostain. Hello, Brett. I'm another one of the hosts. My name is Dylan. Brett. Oz. Dylan. Yes. <laughs> Nice to I'm meet Tucker. you. Nice Hi, to meet Tucker. you, Tucker. Hi, Tucker. Tucker. We are halfway through our uh, Crash Into Me series. Mm-hmm. Uh, this we'll be halfway through at, at the, end at of the, the half point of this episode. Right, exactly. That, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this series is all yes. about yeah. um, movies that won Best Picture at the Academy Awards that should not should have absolutely one. not like yeah. unabashedly should not have <laughs> right because uh, ooh you just put unabashedly uh, on there because we've mm. uh, we've talked about in, in the last couple episodes how there are some where it's like yeah that wasn't the one that I wanted to win right but like I can see yeah. why it won well, sure. type of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. And but it's, then it's good but then there's movies like like the ones we've nominated like Crash. <laughs> That like right, so right. clearly should not have won. Should not even been nominated, nominated or yeah. may, maybe or even made, made. <laughs> or even yeah. created. Yeah, produced in the first place. So exactly. who the fuck produced that movie? I'm so, looking this up. Last episode we were talking about Tucker's pick, Titanic. Titanic. Which won against like Goodwill Hunting and the Full Monty. The Full Monty. L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. This also in the same year of. Uh, Boogie Nights, Jackie Brown, right? Boogie Nights, Sweet, yeah. yeah, and then things like this. This week we're talking about Dylan's pick, my pick, which is uh, the classic the 1989 classic <laughs> historical drama, <laughs> <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy. Driving Miss oh Daisy. My God. Okay. Oh, Miss Daisy. Oh, Miss Daisy. I, Drive t- me. I texted you guys. I'd never seen <laughs> yes, Driving Miss yes, Daisy. Yes, yes. I actually realized I hadn't seen a lot of the other movies that were nominated, nominated this year, year which yeah. were, by the way, uh, Born yeah, on the Fourth of July, Dead Poet Society, Field of Dreams, and My Left Foot, which I went back and I watched a few of them because I had never seen some of them. Field of Dreams? Yeah. Get yeah. the fuck out of here <laughs> right? with this bullshit. <laughs> but, no, but there was right? also... De- oh, you said Dead Poets. Okay, sorry. Dead Poets Society, yeah. So I had never seen Driving Miss Daisy, and after I watched some it, fucking I texted bullshit, both man. of you and was like, I am dying to talk about Driving Miss <laughs> I have to talk. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to be able to hold back. I felt rage a lot of this mm, watching like this movie almost immediately almost immediately yes. and it from just the score oh, the yeah. score yeah the kind of like saccharine yep. like lighting mm-hmm. of everything uh-huh. just grated on me 
uh, instantly. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing likable about this film. It was oh, honestly, it's only like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and it, that's yeah. the only thing likable. Yeah. It's only an hour and a half long. <laughs> right. it, it felt like three hours. Mm-hmm. It was so much easier. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: it was way easier to watch Titanic than mm-hmm. it was to watch Driving Miss Daisy. For hundred percent, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the whole movie, you're not watching somebody utterly compromise themselves for I don't understand mm. what purpose at all. Morgan Freeman does not need to do this film. There's no purpose behind I, I don't know what did he get nominated for that role? I, he couldn't mm. possibly yeah, have. He did. Could, he did. Did he did, mm-hmm. did he win? I mean no. I, maybe he was going for some he just wanted an Oscar. I Daniel Day Lewis won. Oh, oh, of course yeah, he did. Yeah, course. For, for, yeah, for my left foot. Which, by the way, I, just really quick, my thoughts on yes. my left foot. Uh-huh. Also didn't love it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now, I watched bio, it recently, too. Biopic things. It's yeah. very dated. His, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And Daniel Day-Lewis, in particular, like, his portrayal yeah. of the character mm-hmm. is yeah, it's a really rough. cringy. Yes. Really <laughs> cringy through, like, 2020. Not as, cr- not as cringy as Morgan Freeman as the the driver whatever his name is in this movie hoke hoke yeah yeah i, but I understand what you're saying yeah it's, especially yeah, by like today's standards a, they would have been a, a greater attempt to find a person who is actually uh closer <laughs> to the person in and, the movie and i br- the reason i brought up my left foot is because i while reading about driving miss daisy i saw that like the academy members were like uh asked if if like they could recast their vote if what they would vote like for years later, yeah, okay. I think this was in like 2015, and they voted. They said, "My Left Foot would have hmm. won for Best Picture." For Best Picture, hmm. My Left Foot. The story the, is the story is in, really interesting. It's obviously, because, because the, the Academy just can't get over itself when it comes to a biopic, right? Right. So. But also, like that movie, all of the acting is really strong in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. from Daniel Day Lewis's characters, family members is mm-hmm. all really good, and like the family dynamics are really interesting, and it looks really good. like the time period that it's set in, the production design and all that stuff is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, the, the the Daniel Day Lewis acting in it is makes it r- a really tough watch. See, and for that me. was the thing that really sold it. Yeah, I know, at the time, I know. Especially. Why does that make it tough for you? Because I I rewatched or I watched it. I had never yeah, seen it. I, I watched it a few it years ago. Yeah, maybe a year ago or so. But it, it didn't. That didn't. It didn't bother me. It 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 seemed like he was trying to embody. The, the actual person. I, I think the mm-hmm. actual person was still around, right? Like right. He was able to... F- for sure. Was uh, like, I think it's that Shine, thing, that movie to, came out a few right, years later. Yeah. To me, it's that thing of like like Scarlett Johansson playing like a trans woman and stuff like that where... The, I, I assume that's where more where you were going. Yeah. Which... And I'm, I'm it, on the fence about some of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the trans actors, of course, that that is silly because just by virtue of almost their entire life there's the ability to act as right. part of it so <laughs> I, I get what you're saying but but yeah i mean when when you're, you're casting when you're talking about somebody who's in a wheelchair and has you know is is not full able-bodied it, it's not unreasonable if you're producing a film to be like yes i, I still need this to be dramatic not just real mm-hmm. right it's not a document it's not a documentary it's, for a, sure. it's a reenactment yeah. I, I get i get that yeah. for sure and that's what i like i'm not gonna i wouldn't write the movie off as yeah. like terrible or anything but it to me just to me personally like it was yeah. tough it was tough to watch hmm. especially especially because i have kind of like a chip on my shoulder when it comes to like method actors hmm. oh. and imagining like daniel day lewis on set being <laughs> insufferable being 
like staying in the character of somebody with like I guess so. Severe, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Cerebral palsy. I have yeah, no that's sort of cerebral palsy, like, right? Yeah. I have problems with it when it's like <clears throat> destructive to other people, but otherwise I'm like do what you got to do. I mean, you're doing your work and that's I, I see how you have to keep in that state of mind. Oh, that's a oh, hard as thing as an to actor. Do. Yeah, I no, see that. Yeah. I, I don't I have a problem with it. Yeah, but you of... have. But it it falls. Uh, this seems consistent for Brett because you have a problem with anything that's like s- even borders on pretentious. pretentious. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like you know, I hear uh, the the Jared Leto Joker stories, and I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah so well, I get it. There's, but... Yeah. There's something about. I also the, just the, hate him for some reason. I was going to say the final product, right? <laughs> like if, if Daniel day Doolis did that and he was mediocre, you'd be like, dude, like, right. like Jared right. Leto, right? Like he's not, he's not that good. He's not, well, I mean, he, he's not. pick and choose, right? Like, yeah. And Daniel day Lewis, I mean, obviously he's, he's wild, an insanely he's gr- wild. Like, magnificent actor. Yeah. Right. But so like when I see him in like, there will be blood, right. I can like jive with it a lot more <laughs> when he's playing somebody with like, severe cerebral palsy it's well, a, it gets into like more murky water for me because mm-hmm. I'm like I get like what you guys I agree with what both of you are no. saying for sure and I <laughs> completely 100% get that but still watch, watching yeah, there's still you. something where I'm like this makes mm-hmm. me yeah, yeah. really uncomfortable well, yeah. there's, and there's so there's an, much of that like, well and there's an aspect of ridicule that <clears throat> is aping that kind of performance right and you know he's not doing that but right it's like the Tyler Durden thing like the people aren't going to understand they're just going to see what they see in front of them and emulate yeah so mm-hmm. um, I so get where you're, I get why that makes you uncomfortable I mean you're a little too woke for your own but I, I understand <laughs> yeah and I think like especially like like actors like that that are like really serious about that are usually like really interested in in human behavior mm-hmm. right and I think that like yeah yeah going through that process and trying like in an honest way yeah. and not an exploitative way is a that's kind of what an I was trying to say too, empathy yeah. in a way yeah yeah and can open people give people a, a window into something and I'm certain sure. I mean I'm not going to claim to have vivid memories of that year but I'm certain that was yeah. what the general tenor was of that film right like it was yeah. a celebration of this person mm-hmm. and it wasn't I mean and, and him per- portraying it like that in a major film yeah. getting mm-hmm. the notoriety mm-hmm. was only a net positive for people with cerebral, cerebral palsy I, I'm yeah. having a hard time saying that I would venture for sure right and not, that, that's why I would never say like this it shouldn't yeah. have been made or anything like that yeah, like yeah. I'm sure it did put like that the way that life is lived uh, into perspective yeah. for for people, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not that good, and and it is based off of it is celebrating this actual person doing it. It's not for like sure. they just wrote this and then he went in and embodied it, right? So like, right. really quick, we sh- I think we should go around and just say what we each think should have won. Say them again. Okay. For some reason, I'm like expanding the the list, but it was born so, on the fourth of July. Born on the fourth of July. Dead poets. Field of dreams. My left foot. And then okay. driving Miss Daisy. And driving Miss Daisy. Dylan, the winner is. <sighs> That's tough because, well, well, okay. What do I think should have won from a an Academy perspective, from or from those own, nominees, like, from an Academy perspective? Because well, I don't know. the The Academy is old and stodgy. They picked yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. But yeah, I know yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which well, one of those was the best picture that year. If those are the five pictures I, that year. I, I got to go with Field of Dreams. Really? I was going to say Born on the Fourth of July until, I don't know why that never dinged in my head. There is something so emotionally visceral about that film mm-hmm. and sweet 
and spiritual even. And Born on the Fourth of July moves me, and mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is amazing in it. But it still felt that Oliver Stone thing that mm-hmm. was going to become worse and worse over the next mm-hmm. few years. And it was well, I already. Don't think, I don't think it gets worse and worse till the late nineties. I think that's a hot spot for him. But okay, but that, uh, whatever. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love. I feel like Platoon. Stone's like Platoon was definitely real to me. Certain taste. Well, in Platoon, and but Platoon was a, a smaller story. I, like mm-hmm. anyway, Field it of Dreams feels more contained. I guess. But you're, yeah. spread but you're also you're also of the mind that do the right thing was the best movie that came out that year pretty much right? especially should have been on that list yeah. of nominees right. if not absolutely winning it because I mean, I, in terms of like moving the culture and having a an impact that would last mm-hmm. f- by far that film yeah i mean born on the fourth of july like you said you never even, well you hadn't seen that one either so never well so, so that's what i was going to say is like i hadn't seen do the right thing but you had mentioned that like yeah. Um, well, I, and, I actually haven't seen a lot of Spike Lee's movies. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I, I wanted to do a. Well, I've talked about that. But with Do the Right Thing, I'd never seen it, and I watched it, and I kind of feel the same way about Do the Right Thing as I do about My Left Foot, in a certain regard. Where explain yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I think of like the Spike Lee movies that I've seen. I don't think I like can like fully like embrace his voice Hmm. like even in malcolm x there's parts of it where i'm like this seems a little cartoonish Mm -hmm. and like with do the right thing i what there i just don't i want to be i want to be thoughtful on how i and how i he has like his musical style that he employs for those, especially those early films, is like it. it, it I don't think he's a good actor. No, but and I don't so, think he would argue with that. So <laughs> him being like the the protagonist to do the right thing mm-hmm. was kind of tough for me to get to get past because I was. It felt like a it felt like a indie film. Uh, it felt more like a sketch, like <laughs> a yeah. sketch, like oh, weird. movie <laughs> to me. Or there's oh, like, yeah, because they are vignettes, aren't they? Yeah, there's like That's a lot a of vignettes point, yeah. and stuff like that. And he's kind of like the focal point of a lot of them. And I felt like there were uh, certain things in it that just like, <laughs> I don't want to say like, uh, like I felt like the, the build up to the climax at the end where there's the yeah. the police mm-hmm. murder. Radio Rahim. Yeah, with Radio mm-hmm. Rahim. Like the build up to that, seemed a little um <laughs> like trite i think but you're looking at it from 30 plus years later worth of this is all the time evident at in 1989 that shit was not being portrayed no one was saying it nobody was For saying sure. it. it was yeah. not in the, and that's, in the that's conversation that's kind of why i'm saying i i kind of see it the same way as my left foot mm. where it's like it's that like it's uh, of its time it's mm. uh, it's of its mm. time and it was imp- it's an important I can see why it's important and what it's doing for like culture and like film culture and culture at large yeah and like the message that it's putting out there is really important I, even hip-hop music wasn't sure part of the primary right culture at that mm-hmm. point right like the yeah. album that is you know that public enemy album that accompanied that sure they talk about you know not being part of the popular culture. I guess mm-hmm. it was the previous album, mm-hmm. but still like 
all of it is it was like the yeah. crusting wave that then just took over everything that's part of why i'm like it's insane that it wasn't acknowledged for yeah. what it was premonition what i love about <clears throat> spike lee i've been watching all of his movies uh i've i'd seen a lot but there was like big holes like and i, I was thought like i saw him mo more <clears throat> than so, i have but anyway i i think as a young white person in a town of 10,000 people <laughs> where there were uh, maybe one black family at a time until they would <laughs> they were rotated through hightail it out of town right <laughs> it was not a friendly place yeah. to you know everybody was racist and there was no one to be racist against it's barely and, a um, friendly place to other white people <laughs> it wasn't friendly to me yeah, yeah. and uh, so when I saw like those first movies because I saw Do the Right Thing and I saw like Jungle Fever mm -hmm. um, back then and I didn't like it do the right thing I liked, but I could I couldn't tap into his rhythms, like his voice at all. Mm. And like I just realized it was like there's a and especially seeing things like is it Scott Scott Dickerson or uh the hell's his name? Shit. But there's a couple uh black directors from that era mm. where there's kind of a certain aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is a cultural thing that I wasn't seeing yeah, at yeah, yeah. all yeah, anywhere. Yeah. And it's part of that, that really like colorful. Yeah. Uh, well, if you look back at like the, the style at the time too, like the, totally. the Cosby sweater shit, right? All the and, spandex. And, it was and the, in the bright, yeah. right? Like it, it looks garish, mm -hmm. but for whatever reason it was popular. And to the but, direct point of like his, it's so colorful and and do the right but thing. But I feel like there's like spikes coming to the table with a lot of different influences mm. that I wasn't even aware of. Agreed. Yeah. And so like watching his movies over the years and stuff, like I've, uh, and especially like going back and watching him his last couple of years that I've been watching him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's like, oh man, his voice is so distinct and important mm -hmm. and something that was not in the conversation and it is kind of like it did take me a while to figure out how to appreciate it you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. Yeah. like okay what i'm seeing isn't isn't bad or uh whatever it's something it's a different perspective from yeah what i'm used to seeing yeah and you know? maybe, maybe that's why yeah and i would suggest you know taking some time but then going back to it again because i've seen that's, that movie yeah. quite often yeah and i find it really i find it more powerful, powerful every yeah. time like that hmm. that tawanda was right thing that he like the frames mm -hmm. that one scene uh i had to go look it up it was there was a rape allegation that a woman a woman of color had been raped by police officers and she got dragged through the 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 news and basically everything was it was tried in the public court that she was lying and it was mm -hmm. this whole thing yeah. right so it was it was one of the early at least in the in my lifetime elements of the police lying yeah. Right. right and that's that because it's so stark i was like what why is he showing us this right yeah but in 1989 that had just happened yeah and so i he's guys... always he's putting his foot down like right. I, I i i get what you're saying about the whole thing feeling like contrived but that moment when he throws not, the... not contrived okay i think it's more that like it seems um like like um what's little, uh, what's it's almost it's almost like 
some of its rhythms are almost a little cartoony or oh, something. Oh, you're just talking yeah. like the way he films it. Yeah, the way he films it, and yeah, some it, of the performances, no, yeah, like no, the cops, he's, he's are very like, cartoonish. And, but it's well, even like Radio Rahim, and what's uh, it, Giancarlo Esposito's name? Right, in it? right. Uh, um, like, but. I can't remember Bugsy or something like that. Something like that. I think so. Um, But like his performance and like radio when they're like confronting um, Sal. Yeah. uh, Right before it all. Yeah. And the the way he's like filming up, he's coming up on them like it's Mm -hmm. a car. Yeah. I I understand what you're saying for a big screen. It's, you know, you're watching it on. a. Yeah. I guess it just seemed uh, to me. It seemed to like almost like undercut the message a little bit. Hmm. I, I I think I honestly if you think about it being up on a huge screen it's yeah. going to have a different impact than I just I just didn't I, I don't I didn't feel like it was contrived you. you know I what I mean? contrived is the wrong word but yeah. I, I do get what you're saying that the the way it's being presented it's also a style right like it's very much his style 30 years yeah. later he wouldn't do it that way yeah. I think. right but and I felt this well, I actually watched Malcolm X for the first time not that long ago uh-huh. and I kind of felt the same way about Malcolm X too yeah, yeah. I remember seeing an interview with someone at that time saying he can't wait to see what Spike does with that movie in 30 years when he redoes it. <laughs> and at the time I was like, that's weird. Why would you do that? But it's always reverberated yeah. in the back of my head when I, cause I also rewatched it recently and was like, yeah, okay. I would be interested to see what yeah. he does. Um, but what, what would your pick be for best picture? Best of that picture year? Yeah. I would pick born on the 4th of July from those, yeah. from those, uh, which I, which I had mentioned before we started recording. Right. I think that I, did, did start to watch that last night, but oh, didn't right. but didn't quite fit. fast yeah. forward just to the nudie parts, <laughs> just to the nudie parts. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I was just kind of like I was on a limited time. I, sure. I started watching it at like midnight. I, yeah, <laughs> and so, I gotta also say I've seen Feel the Dreams a dozen times, mm-hmm. and it moves me every fucking time. And I I the first time I watched Born on the Fourth of July, I was nonplussed. Rewatching mm-hmm. it recently, I was like, holy. fuck fuck this movie's good so it is I can right. go either way it honestly. is really good I am right. gonna I do, am gonna finish it it is yeah yeah yeah. I was remarkably yeah. moved by it I was mm-hmm. I was all <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, I get like you know uh, Oliver Stone's style is not for everybody but it, there was something especially like I was particularly into it especially at that like I was a weird kid um so I was 11 and made my mom take me to this movie. I would have done that. <clears throat> and then I made my grandma drop me off at the theater and went <laughs> and saw The Doors when I was 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Natural Born Killers and every, like, Oliver Stone. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I loved them. Like, I thought they were Why didn't he do a Beach Boys best. movie? <laughs> and Oliver Stone and, did uh, win Best Director that year. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. okay. And that and that's I, also weird. I, I find it weird when they don't. They're and not, I, they're not for together. me, also, like that movie uh as someone like as a young person that was kind of you know interested in that era of oh, yeah. in the war oh, it was everywhere was so, too yeah there was and no my dad away was a veteran then. and so yeah. it was this whole thing and like seeing that where it deals with the war for a little bit but it deals mostly with here yeah. and seeing the him go from uh being this like conservative kid yeah. christian kid that's why you got to go this, you can't be fast forward I, um, I, 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 I don't understand. Become I, I wasn't. I wasn't skipping chunks. <laughs> this disabled anti-war from uh, from Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> well, there. Uh, for an ex- just a quick for an example of like what I was kind of like fast forwarding through a little bit was like <laughs> when he's going to like running to the prom sure. in the rain. Yeah. I was kind of like. 
that, I'll, that, I'll, I'll that, skip. If I'll, you want to say contrived, <laughs> I always felt like, come on. I'll, it's I'll, a very like fifties movie moment. Yeah. And, but then like knowing that like that's the last. That's like the last. Yeah. That's sad. hope he had. It's, it's so fucked sad. up. It's, it's real so fucked sad. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when he sees her again, it's just like. You know what was weird though is I always think of the Vietnam War being like taking place in like the late '60s, early '70s. Sure. Mm-hmm. I that, kinda, that is true. I kind of didn't realize that it had been go- like was 20 years. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. No, well, no. 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 Well, no. 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 It it was begun in the early '60s. In the '50s. Our involvement was our involvement in the 60s. In the our, 60s. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But the Vietnam War, like, officially started, I think, in, like, 1955 or something like oh. that. Well, well, we were too busy in Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it just, it, like, when I was, because when I was watching Born on the Fourth of July last night, I was kind of reading about, like, I would pause it and kind of, like, read about, like, Viet- the Vietnam War a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that it was so, like, long and drawn out. Yeah, as much as it was like I'd always heard about Vietnam, like seen like the movies and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was so like twenty years is so long yeah. <laughs> for something like that to be going on. Yeah. Um, Iraq, yeah, I was just about to I say know. we've been doing that I know. in Afghanistan, Afghanistan and Iraq for twenty yeah. years now. I know. <laughs> um, but the Vietnam War seems different to me in a way, just mm-hmm. because it was. It seemed like it was like a disaster well, from the jump. Well, yeah. they also had a, a draft. That right. was the last the time draft. we drafted I mean, people. Mm-hmm. So was Iraq and Iraq, Afghanistan. But, but we didn't also, draft people into we, that. Yeah, the draft was the big thing. The big with, thing, right? Yeah, because yeah. there was just a you know a poor people mill, right? Um, <laughs> which is what Platoon is about, you guys. Yeah, I. What's it all about? <laughs> just, having not finished Born on the Fourth of July, I think. That maybe would be my pick, but you gotta uh, go with the Dead Poets. <laughs> I'm going with Dead Poets Society. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, that's funny. I watched it. I know that there's. I know. I, I know that I like love that movie. Roger Ebert yeah. and uh, 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 Leonard Moulton like oh. hated it. Yeah, they hated Dead Poets Society. Mm, I didn't realize that. Uh, especially, I think yeah, Robert Ebert gave it like one star. Robert, oh come on, uh, Roger. <laughs> but I watched it. I'd seen it before. I, but when I watched it this last time, I was so goddamn yeah. moved. I gotta it. say, I, I I rewatched it when Robin died. Yeah. So I I'm not emotionally capable of dis of, yeah. of separating that. Right. I'm sure. I still get to the point of tears when I think about yeah. <laughs> Robin Williams. It um, and I get it. Also, is a bit. I think honestly i think all the nominees are a little bit contrived other than maybe born on the fourth of july but even that seems a little bit like I, that's part of why i can't believe that well he's especially the beginning of that movie the stuff you were skipping over he's deliberately like romanticizing yeah. the mid-century sure. american upbringing yeah that he's that's going to be completely shattered dashed yeah, and destroyed sure. and Right. demystified but for there's, him. But there's still something so to it when you're watching it. it's got that hazy and like the fuck, I love, I love the score, but it's mm-hmm. very much like, it's um, tugging. Dead Poet Society though, and I guess <laughs> because I, I'm just like a little artist at heart. <laughs> um, that movie is really, yeah. really moving. Oh, yeah, that movie's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. The, and the way the scene mm-hmm. is shot where Neil is when he goes home mm. 
at the end. Yeah. And the way he is when he's like opening up the windows and has his crown on mm-hmm. from the play that he was in, you know, and he's opening up Ugh. the window and it's just like yeah. his silhouette and like the the snow yeah. is out there and yeah. it just seems it's so beautiful. Sure. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. And so uh, so emotional. Uh, it's uh, I I would probably go with Dead Poet Society, okay. but mm-hmm. if I finish. Okay. Born on the Fourth of July, I, I, I would probably that could also be yeah. The and I don't know where my head is right now that to, that I just got moved by the idea of Field of Dreams. I don't. I, there's yeah. just something about having a catch and the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my top two of the year would be Do the Right Thing and Born on the Fourth of July, and yeah. I could see myself okay switching back and forth. But also, let's not forget that the Burbs came out that year, <laughs> and <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking great. And yes, it is. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Right. That's true. So, yes. That's there true. were other best. Picture Are you talking about the biggest Oscar snub of the year? Uh, exactly. Uh, potentially. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, anybody who's thing is the biggest snub. <laughs> sure. Um, Where's it, best supporting actor for George Carlin? <laughs> I, I, no, I wanted to say to Yeah, I wanted to say oh, yeah. all that because okay. Driving Miss Daisy is not. I even, watched. I watched Driving Miss Daisy before I had watched all the other ones because uh-huh. I was like, I want to give it. I want to give it as much of a fair shot as possible. Um, We're comparing it to other things already. Exactly. It was, it is so bad. Stupid. It's bad. It is so stupid. (laughs) Morgan Freeman's acting in it is terrible. And I'm, a hundred percent watching it this time. I was like, Oh, this is why Morgan Freeman has never shown up in a Spike Lee movie. Because Spike was like, no way, bro. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> After nineteen eighty nine, Dan, Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd's acting in it is terrible. Uh, but for Dan Aykroyd, it's pretty it's good. A, it's about <laughs> par for course. I would say. <laughs> no. uh, Dan, I think Dan Aykroyd in My Girl is actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> he's done a couple of turns that, like the the two you just said. But I think he's <laughs> great. In Dan Temple Aykroyd's, of Doom. Oh my God. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's he's not a good I, no. he's no. he's a fine comic actor he's good he's in Ghostbusters he's good in Ghostbusters mm-hmm. he's he's mm-hmm. he's good in Caddyshack too are you guys kidding me <laughs> <laughs> there you go ah, yeah. no he's but, just not a good he's a good sketch sketch right. comic from when he was young at least yeah he's good in and I Blues a, Brothers I have a weird soft spot I mean, for Coneheads it doesn't say anything. ooh Coneheads oh, yeah it's not really? saying anything yet. Yeah. oh my god I watched that not too long ago that was it's real fucking bad. painful yeah I have that's I've, really hard. Do you know what? I kind of see it as like a. Uh, we like, should do a worst Saturday Night Live. The worst, oh, Saturday, not oh. the best. <laughs> the worst. It's, it's Pat. Pat. <laughs> oh my God, Pat. Um, <sighs> I'm like, that's the one that's probably aged the, the worst. worst. Yeah, absolutely the worst. <laughs> it, was, it, it aged badly when it, yeah, came, the out. When it yeah. came out. It was what, what's the name of that actress? Uh, Julia Sweeney. Julia Sweeney. Julia yeah. Sweeney. Which is a bummer because Julia Sweeney is pretty yeah. great. Yeah. she's yeah. a pretty yeah. terrific um, person. Person, but I would say the only. The, <laughs> Jessica Tandy, I guess, is kind of. Didn't she win? Did she, she win? I think she. She won. did. She yeah. won. She's fine. She's good, but it's like a stupid role. All it's of such it. a stupid yeah. role. Who fucking cares? From yeah. the from the go, as soon as you hear that ridiculous sweeping score. Uh, who fucking it cares? It is so it's middle this, of the road. It's the same thing that happened with Titanic, where I'm like, is this a TV movie? Yeah. Is that what I'm mean, This one feels like a TV a movie. Hallmark Titanic movie. feels like a bit. Yeah. Titanic felt like a miniseries. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna argue Big that. Big prestige miniseries. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. No, fun. Driving Miss Daisy. And Felt then like a Hallmark movie. Fucking Morgan yeah, Freeman exactly, walking yeah. and just. I I, uh-huh. I I I had it down when I was watching it. Now I can't get it back. That whole. <laughs> well, oh. my goodness, Miss Daisy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I I want to pull. What the fuck? <laughs> I want to get. What the fuck? That's why I'm like. Oh yeah. yeah. Spike Lee was like. Yeah, I'm. S- I'm not <laughs> feeling you, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm sure uh, you said dog. It's rough. <laughs> um, I, wanna, I, I want to. And I l- like Morgan Freeman. I feel uh-huh. like I can't decide now because huh. <laughs> watching this, I'm that's like, well, kind of how I felt yeah. too. It kind of tarnished his entire I'm thing sure for me a little bit. His intentions were. His intentions fine. were to win an Oscar, right? Because why the fuck else would you God, do this would movie? Would you read that m- script and think? I'm gonna get an Oscar for this. Well, it had no. Know. It had just won a Pulitzer. Was it a play that or something? Had, before? Yes, it was okay. a play on on Broadway, and it had won a Pulitzer. Ugh. So yeah, at that time, and all that's happened. Sounds like a yes, I'm sure that's Apple. it. That's it. That's the thing. Yes, I'm. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and I, I even again contextualizing at the time, I, mm-hmm. what the fuck. <laughs> All of it. Like, the entire film is just about this inherently racist, but not as bad as a bunch of other people, so we're not supposed to feel like she's the she's, worst. Because she's Jewish, so... Right, we're right. To, we're supposed oh. to get that parallel. The but whole contact... The, the, the rich southern white lady. At the end, because she lets him feed her some pie. That's the... Well, that, they were best the, friends then. Then the fucking screen goes... That's it. That's it. Because after... 40 years of friendship she's finally willing to let the person have a tiny glimmer of intimacy with her that's fucking insane that that's the yeah. that's the point of this movie and that that's supposed to be moving and right. that that's supposed to be moving <laughs> that's yeah. fucking insane yeah, yeah. and it, it's 100% for the white old people audience who uh-huh. are like patting themselves on the back for yep. having a few black friends yeah right literally 100% you're my yeah. best friend that's, that's exactly the what thing it is. Oh wow, the the rich old racist lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and the son finally who, has a black friend who, who is who is also like again who's years. reasonably less racist than the people around them than the culture mm-hmm. in which right. they live. Great, that's right. that is the the best you can hope from those people in that time. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to celebrate that. Right, you celebrate yeah. the fact Academy that Award. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd <laughs> is willing to shell out an extra twenty bucks a week to pay this guy who's babysitting his mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the bare minimum you should do as a decent person. Decent if person. You, I mean, what the fuck? Right, exactly. The whole thing is infuriating. Yeah. It's very infuriating. Yep. It's, it's and not mm. nominating. Do the right thing. Right. On top of it, at right. the same time, from yeah. the same year, it feels incredibly racist. <laughs> what if the only nomination that Driving Miss Daisy got was for Best Supporting Actor for Dan Aykroyd? That would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, honestly, I love that. Uh, but everything you're about right this movie in the is... context with Do the Right Thing, where Do the Right Thing is like so in your face and so like uh-huh. and feeling the culture. And there's a reason why. It, and two years yeah. later, you would just be like, and oh, speaking yeah. about racism. And yes. speaking, about, speaking racism. about racism and letting black men especially be sexual on screen. Yeah. Like that was a big thing. That, that in whole Spike fucking, Lee movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, even like she's got to have it. Yeah. His first movie got yeah. an X rating Did it initially really? because there is a black, like there, passing shot. Like, I guess you can kind of, I guess his, I don't, I didn't his see dick might have been erect a little bit, I guess, I or something. But you kind of nice. get a flash of it. So it was Sweet. like, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's like. And oh, do, do, do the right thing is talking about racism yeah. 
And so driving, is driving Miss driving Daisy, Ms. Daisy <laughs> is talking about how white people yeah. aren't that bad oh, if you get yeah. to know them. Yeah, or racism if wasn't if all bad if you were That's catering to their needs long serving, enough. If you're serving, serving them, them, I think we're going to at some point you might break get, through their racism, get, yeah, and then they'll acknowledge you with a as wink. a person. I feel like this is <laughs> wetting our appetite for Gone with the Wind. Oh boy, I oh felt shit. the exact same way. Yeah. I I still feel more visceral about this than I do about Gone with the Wind. Mm. I well, we'll see. I, after I you might watch Gone with the Wind I've again. I watched it after I'm you watch dick. it again because <laughs> don't for at least watch it hours. again. At least <laughs> Gone with the Wind has going for it that it's like. A pre, like epic in scope, kind mm-hmm. of in the same way that Titan- <laughs> Gone with the Wind is going to be like the, the merger of the scope yeah. of Titanic with the problematic elements <laughs> right. of Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Even more yeah, so. Yeah, it's a mixture of the two. And the longest of them. Spike Lee used that amazing shot from Gone with the Wind at the beginning yes. of Black Klansman, was yes. it? A couple years ago? Yeah. yeah. Ah, fucking oh my big, God. like, crane shot that comes back on the battlefield like there's just yeah. tons of bodies right. and goes up and the yeah. confederate flags flying there and it's a it's an amazing shot yeah no to it's think spiked, about that but, knows man. What fucking doing who directed driving miss daisy some fucking asshole some fucking asshole some fuck fucking asshole what else did he do um let's see it was bruce uh beresford and he <laughs> has made breaker morant tender mercies crimes oh, of the heart love tender mercies mm, okay yeah I never saw Crimes, Crimes of the, of the Heart. Heart. I, like I saw that. That's Sissy Spacek and some other people in it. Some he, other he's ladies. done a shit ton of stuff. Huh. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff. Uh, but he didn't even get... Did he, he, did he even get nominated for Best Director? He did. Huh. Huh. I um, find it very weird when the best movie and the best director don't line up. I find that very <laughs> odd. I do too. Don't um, you? It really seems quick. like a weird thing. I mm-hmm. want to just play... I, the music, I think, was maybe the most grating thing oh, in the whole movie yeah, to me. It definitely okay. sets the tone. Aside from the problematic elements of the racist elements. They say problematic. Yeah. It's racist. It's racist. Oh my God. Um, I want to just play some of the score. because it And it's a cotton mill that he runs. Oh, is it? Yeah. Perfect. Built from... Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt no, we the can talk. O- we could talk over it. I, ha- I just well, hate it so much. Because... It's it's a family business Listen, that uh, this is Hans Zimmer. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, this and I remember that fucking flute little bullshit. <laughs> I feel like that became That's the awful. didn't that become the theme song for the Oscars for a few years? It <laughs> sounds like Little Rascals. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like a bunch of kids were about to go get into trouble. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It feels more like the opening to. Uh, feel the dreams feels more appropriate to that like but no feel yeah like a baseball movie like it's just getting yeah. you set and you're seeing people you know sanding off the, right. the bats yeah, I, I hated it oil. it was oh, so so stupid but 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 but, but, but okay. he, 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 Dan Aykroyd's company okay, okay right he's already rich his his mom has yeah. reaped the benefits of a, a of a prosperous business it's a cotton mill uh-huh that's been in their family for generations. Generations. So where so does it, that go? Yeah. The plantation. Right. What the fuck, right. dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. And, and, He's like, well, now we're paying them. <laughs> yeah, so we're good. It's all well, fine. It's, yeah. and, and it's mechanized. Yeah, I've it's, lived it's, it's, a life of luxury off the back of slavery. <sighs> yeah. Well, but was, it's he fine was, now. He's, he got to benefit from it generations later, so yeah. it's hands off. Yeah, right? it's not like, his fault. <laughs> Whatever. Dude, That's not his fault. And then, like, when <laughs> she Daisy's doesn't, fault. she won't, and, yeah. and they can't even modify the goddamn story to have her bring him to see. It's also, it's MLK. also not your wealth. How have, about that? have her, like, the scene with she goes to see Martin Luther King and she's too proud to actually admit that she wants to invite Hoke. Mm-hmm. And so then it ends with Hoke just sitting in the car and her sitting at the table with the seat next to her 
and the whatever's being said, I forgot exactly the context. And then never having a moment of being like, I should have done that. Yeah, I will. I wish I would have like that was yeah. that was fucked up of me. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or she like never have her get up and go get him or something. Like her redemption like, is just she relents. She doesn't have mm-hmm. redemption. She just relents and accepts that. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're friends. And, and that's yeah. her. And that's her fucking personality, right? Like it's they try to present it like she's just that way, right? And it's like and Hulk's even further behind because she definitely doesn't want to be friends with a black man, right? And then that's supposed to be like he overcame all that by just being a, a nice, positive, upbeat oh. person. Yeah. And returns her sardines or whatever, buys oh her new God. sardines. Oh, yeah. Smoked he trout, stole. just like you forgot to bring us. He <laughs> stole it. <laughs> My yeah. God. Uh, I hate this movie. So do I. The more we're talking about it, the more I'm yeah. hating it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm incredibly fired up about it. It's one of the, it's honestly like it's right there with Crash for me now. Yeah. Oh, like, this is pretty, why I said it. I know. Honestly, oh. great nomination for this uh, category. Yeah, good job. <laughs> way to go, bud. R- way to go. I, <laughs> way to go. I, I kind of always <laughs> knew that Driving Miss Daisy was like kind of uh, seen mm. as... <laughs> like a stupid movie like mm-hmm. a movie that like wasn't really well respected amongst people who liked movies right. or had like taste in movies yeah i had no idea going into it that it was going to be like this as bad as it was yeah because if you guys last time when we ended the last episode i was kind of upbeat about it like sure. oh you know well like we'll th- see if it's if it's nominated there's like a yeah it's probably going to be at least cinematically w- interesting watchable <laughs> nope. no nope. this movie was barely watchable no it's yeah. there's nothing interesting it's visual v- mm-hmm. the most interesting visual thing is the like trying to figure out how much time they've allowed to pass between certain <laughs> segments. <laughs> that was right. the only thing that was yeah. keeping me hung on to it. Yeah. Was just trying to it, figure out they, how much time it passed. Because they, they, right? don't, they don't throw it in your face. You have to be kind of paying attention, yeah. right? Like right. You look at the label or you listen to what's on the TV or if you're into cars, I guess you'd probably tell just by yeah. the cars. Right. That is so fucking stupid. Yeah. I... <sighs> the... I... It's almost. I feel t- like a worse person for having watched it again. A hundred percent. Yeah, I feel actually. Yeah. It made me feel yucky. Yeah, having watched it. <laughs> no, and, and like, okay. I felt when they when they when she's has him drive her to Mobile, right? She's they're going to Mobile mm-hmm. from presumably just outside of Atlanta, right? Like they're that's where the movie yeah. takes place. It's just outside of mm-hmm. Atlanta, and then. They've been driving for a while, and then they realize, you know, they stop and have food, and then they realize that they've taken the wrong turn, and they got to go back. The town that she references, we're about to pass that town. Oh no, we're in the wrong spot. I looked it up. That makes no fucking sense. It's a four and a half to five hour drive <laughs> from Atlanta to Mobile. Mobile. Uh-huh. Okay. They've been driving long enough to stop, eat food, get back on the road, drive some more, and then pass. The town that they say they just passed, or it's the next right, is about an hour and a half from Atlanta. So (laughs) he must have been driving like in circles for half the day. Just trying to piss her off. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, because she wouldn't let him have the map. So he's just driving where she tells him to drive. Wouldn't let him stop to pee. But even that little tiny detail, like why not just make a town up that's logistically on the route? Like you can say any fucking town in uh, Alabama. Yeah. And also, like, as if we needed another example of why she's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole point of that is to get them lost to the point where then the police, you know, I, I guess. Because poli- that had but already happened. But you could happened. just do the police thing. You don't but have to have the whole happened. thing. You don't have... 
Hat. The policing had already happened because it was right after the eight. Oh, okay. So even that, like they'd already the whole, like, yeah, the whole getting lost thing is like I, that's the paddock because it's yeah, only we, ninety-seven we already, minutes. We get that she's <laughs> right? a controlling racist. And an, <laughs> an asshole. Well, and losing your mind. And <laughs> I don't need the opening sequence example. of it. Okay, the other thing no, is. No, you don't get the map. She's already <laughs> incapable of driving at the beginning of the film, yeah. and she lives another 25, 30 years? Because right. she's, she's already got to. I mean, to be at the degree of dementia that she's apparently at at the opening onset, she's got to be in her 80s. But she's only in her 60s then if she's lives right. another 30. So That's she, young to be having that much mental she, issues. 72 is when the movie starts. She's 72. So she's supposed to be over 100 by the end? She's 97 at the end. Mm. Well, how old is Hulk? Because he's he, supposed to be older than her? No, he's not older no, than he's her. Not. He's 60 at the beginning, and he's 85 at the end. Okay. So I guess it's just because Morgan years. Freeman mm. is that ageless, like he just seems right. older than he is. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, at the beginning, he seems like he's... <laughs> he seems like he's about the same age or older. Mm-hmm. Just... A driver, so he's just a driver. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm he's, a driver. He's 12 years younger than her, which okay. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I, yeah. I, I mean, the the oh my god, Jessica it, Tandy was really having a tear there for a while. Yeah, she was. Right wasn't she, what else was she, she in? She was Cocoon. And That's then, right. And then wasn't she and in Fried? Batteries not included. Was she in Fried <laughs> Green Tomatoes? Probably. That's it, another one that probably that score makes me think of. Maybe that sounds like that too. Or am I is that wrong? Kinda, it's like. You know, uh, middle of the road, yeah. Southern. I gotta go. I gotta go. Co- okay. Kind of comedic. Like they I all like, sounded like. I that. Don't she like wasn't fried. Green fried tomatoes. green tomatoes. Though. I like that movie. I remember it being fine. Yeah. I don't. I never saw it again. I was just getting that out of your way. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's almost difficult to even like talk about the movie because like everything that's so bad about it is so broad. Yeah. Like so broadly overarching over the entire thing Mm -hmm. that it's hard to even like pinpoint one thing. Like we could go through like beat by beat and talk about every little thing that's terrible about it, but it seems to just be bad from start to finish. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird to even get into the mindset of the people nominating and voting in the academy that would justify this movie being included in that. Mm -hmm. Like with Titanic, I can kind of, while I'm watching it, I can kind of be like, okay, I can kind of see like why this got nominated. I can kind of understand why it would win just from like the technical aspects and stuff like that and like the production design and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. And like there's there's certainly things when you watch Titanic where you can be like, I, I either like this or I can see why people would like this. Yeah. I can't even cross the threshold <laughs> with Driving Miss Daisy to see why anybody would ever like it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I mean, at least Titanic, I mean, even if you take away the spectacle and all that, at least it like ticks the box of like old epic romance or whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like it makes sense uh-huh. that they would like it. Yeah. yeah Driving Miss Daisy, I'm not sure what it is. Is it because Do the Right Thing came out and the old white people <laughs> felt so bad they were like, This is this is saying racism's bad too. Yeah. And we can handle it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the crash thing, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Where it's just like they're not they don't get it yet, but they know they're not supposed to yeah. be racist. White <laughs> white people should just not be making movies about racism. 
right? It's always problematic. It's always like I think of like Monsters Ball, right? Or uh, uh, I I can't think of any other. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, honestly, I tend to stay away from them. Like I tend to like not really give them the time of day, just because I'm like I don't really want to hear some old white guy's opinion on racism. Like, it's just not right. compelling to me. Right. It's not interesting to me. I don't feel like they have much to say about it right. other than, like... Well, it's like a couple years, like a year, maybe it was the year before this, uh, Mississippi Burning was nominated. Okay. And I'm sure that's a white guy making that. But also, it's about white people. Like, it's about these two white FBI agents that are sent down the South because the Klan is running wild and mm-hmm. murdered some some people and so it's mostly about the clan and this the you know this stuff so I'm like that perspective i mean at least they're he's giving a perspective he can identify you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's not trying to because i i mean there's i when I think about it, I can't think of a lot of black character characters in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like there are black people around, obviously. Right. But I think the characters all focus mostly on white guys. And I'm like, well, okay, at least he's not uh, <laughs> trying yeah. that. But <laughs> yeah. the story didn't really call for it anyway, I guess. But yeah. and it, um, But I, it's obviously much less uh, problematic than this movie. Yeah. Because when you're dealing with it, I mean, it's like the fucking clan. Right. They're not going to come off well unless it's Birth of a Nation or something. But, and I, I never saw Green and Book. And that doesn't come off either. Um, I saw Green Book. Yeah, Green Book was the, is the perfect analogy for this right, film, right? It's almost it's the same still working. Kind of thing. It's still, you know, middle class white people think it's really profound. Oh my God, I was so furious at that movie. The only reason I was interested yeah. in Green Book is because of uh, Marshall Ali. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he fucking rocks. Yeah. No, and that character, yeah. that was in that movie. I was like, why is this movie not from his perspective? It mm-hmm. is the most interesting thing happening. Mm-hmm. The perspective yeah. of the Italian guy is the and then least you find interesting. Out it's like the guy that that's know, he's the one he who wrote, wrote the book. It. Yeah. It's his son. It's his, yeah, it's his dad's story. Yeah. So he's yeah. It's even it's like, one more step removed. Yeah, and out of touch and, and out like, of perspective. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> it's again, obviously gonna make my dad the great guy. Yeah, uh, I never sure saw I happened. never saw Green Book because it kind of well, don't see it. What I was saying while you were in the bathroom, Dylan, was that like I'm completely not interested in watching movies of with from the perspective of an old white guy telling stories about racism. Right. I'm just not. I, no. Then never. It always seems to miss the mark. Mm-hmm. I'd never see. It, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. It's, I think it's impossible. I think it might be actually impossible for other than telling the story of being a member of the clan or something. Right. Well, that Tucker yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about Mississippi, Mississippi burning, burning. Being I, focused I, on white characters, but it's about you know it's Willem Dafoe and Gene Hackman or FBI guys that sent down south to deal with the Klan tr- problem. Kind of in, aren't they supposed to be infiltrating? I forget that movie. I no, remember they're seeing not it infiltrating. And I don't they're it. just coming down to investigate. Investigate. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I like that movie. But I remember liking it. I just don't yeah. remember it at all. It's got man. This movie's got tons of people in it yeah. too. That's another one of those. And, I, and you get to see Michael Rooker be like a piece of shit. That's always fun. He's great at that. <laughs> He's so good at it. I, I and I'm not like I'm not. <laughs> I would I would never go as far as to say that like I don't think white people should like 
talk about address race. address racism yeah. or anything like that. It I think needs to be done properly. It, it needs to be yeah. done. I think when you're telling a story about black characters, mm-hmm. yeah, there's so much like nuance to it, and so you like, well, just so don't much tell cult- the story from the black. Tell well, but you also don't want to tell the story of like a white person being a white savior type thing, you yeah, know. Like yeah. that's the like Green Book is from the perspective of the white dude, but also like I don't give a fuck about. That's <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And Mahershala Ali's character in that, uh, he's a musician who's tr- touring in the racist South and performing, and like there's a meaty story to tell right there that mm-hmm. the Oscar will eat Oscars will eat up right and and he's a homosexual like isn't that right no I'm, I don't uh, know as I said that I got self-conscious uh, maybe, that I was incorrect I, mean, I can't I thought, remember I think that was also part of this all of it is layered and like yeah it's just it's baffling that we're telling the story I don't yeah. I mean yeah it's not surprising that we get uptight about that movie as we're talking about this movie but yeah no for sure i mean it is it's very analogous it, yeah. it almost makes it like green book seem worse because driving miss daisy so bad and I, to then be it's at least the white 30 guy years the later guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. to be like 30 years later and still be essentially making the same movie yeah right well, it's like, like i drive the black <laughs> white, so it's different. Yeah, <laughs> they were gonna call it "White Guys Can Drive Too," <laughs> yeah. and then they didn't. <laughs> They're gonna call it "White Guys Can Drive." Oh, white guys can drive. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's it, it's crazy to me that this movie won Best Picture. Yeah. It's yes. absolutely the, it one notable thing about it though is. is it's the last movie to to be PG thirteen or to be PG that won Best Picture. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Field of Dreams also PG? It didn't, but it didn't win. win. But wasn't also Dead Poets was also PG, right? Yeah. But it didn't win. No, didn't no, win. but I'm just saying, like all three of those movies were nominated. Like I don't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the last times a PG movie was nominated. Well, there's been some like, animated movies that got nominated. Beauty and the Beast got nominated after this. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That movie um, sucks. If, you, if the, the viewers <laughs> at home, you can't see the face I'm making, but it is not. It's a, it's a crumpled up like I don't think so. Kind of. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. That's I don't a, either. Yeah. We, we watched, but I don't agree with. An animated film being nominated for Best Picture, but period. I, I could be okay with it, depending on the movie. Depending you have your movie. own category. Oh, oh, is that how this really works? Well, well then, totally then not really isn't there like a best no. category for, I don't think so. for foreign best foreign film? Yeah, yeah, but those are films. Yeah, but then yeah, like but then you why don't do they think like Paris, for best you don't think Parasite should have won Best Picture? Drawing. No, yeah. those are fine. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But it has its own category. Yeah, no. Has its own category. I don't think we should have that, but we have to because Americans don't watch foreign films. Uh, not best actor, best actress should just be the best. I've been wondering about that because, yeah. you know, there's been talk about how, you know, I we think shouldn't call them actresses. It's just, just actors. I think there's some Studio Ghibli movies, I think, that are some of, like, are the best talking, movies speaking, ever made. Is that, yeah, is that a real one? Is that what? I'm just kidding. I'm just not interested in animated things. <laughs> You've never seen Grave of the Fly- Fireflies? No. Yeah. No. He's too busy watching I Dude, know Where's My I Car would. for the fourth time. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I want to see things in uh, front of a your, camera. What is your I don't, deal with animation? I don't. It's fine if people like it. I just don't like it. But that's my point. What is your deal? I with don't it? connect with it. Like it's just like okay, whatever. Even Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It was fine. Um, the <laughs> I find it very difficult to like you right now. That's fine. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I, I did want to see. It's I want. It's just not it. a medium I care about. All right. That's all. Right, all, right. all. 
Um, is that okay? No. Is that okay? No. Do I have to like every fucking thing? You need. I yes, like movies. You need to appreciate. Yes, and those are movies. I wanted to Little see doodles. what best. <laughs> what about the fabulous Mr. Fox or whatever? I, or, those or are the, things I, in front of a of camera. Dogs. I like islands stop, of dogs. I like stop motion. Island of dogs. I do like stop motion. It's shit in front of cameras. But I it's like still, that. What is animated shit in front of camera? Yeah, you I'm an animated shit in front of camera point. too. So what's but the difference even, between even like hand drawn? Yeah. like even hand drawn animation. I don't Beauty love and the it. Beast. Beauty and wow. the Beast was hand drawn. Yeah, I know. It had the first digital stuff in it though in a Disney movie with the ballroom. Oh, I remember that, yeah. yeah. Well I'm I'm thinking of like stuff like Akira and like I did not like Akira. I did <sighs> see that. Wow. I find that stuff completely uh impenetrable. Like I do but not it, care. But how does it differ from stop motion? I don't understand. I just like stop photography. Maybe the I, same I thing. like photography. It's literally the same thing. But it's, it's also literally it is literally it's, the same thing. It's a pictures. Camera, but it's still a camera. Pictures of two dimensional drawings. I can, see, I can see the distinction between stop motion and ha- like hand drawn animation. Not from the way he's describing it. Just because it. just because there's like a tactile there's a, a tactileness to it. Sure. That seems and there's a magic to so it like, because you're so like, like, how the did first, they accomplish the first that? Of... The camera's moving. There's smoke coming out of something. There's like all sorts of cool moving pieces that take people uh, artists you've, had to you've never manipulate. Seen a, you've never seen a Miyazaki seen... movie. Have you seen a Miyazaki movie? Uh, no. Yeah. There, there uh, has those elements yeah, to it's it. It's like Island of Dogs, uh, but they're uh, animated. But when you, like, who cares? <laughs> I can, you can draw fucking anything. I don't care. Well, it's because not you interesting can't. to me. I, I've never seen you draw fucking anything. No, I can't draw anything, and I don't want to. See, I'm not interested in the medium at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read comic books. I don't care about your drawings. I, 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 the, uh, my, my, my only hang up with what you're saying is that, like, I can, I, I, I can get on board with the idea that, like, there's a certain, there's certain mediums mm-hmm. or certain like types of mediums or something or genres where you're like, yeah, that's just not my thing. It's, yeah. not, I'm not into it, but. For me, even within that, there's usually like one or two where I'm like, "Yeah, but that's awesome." No, I like some animated movies. You know I just I mean? feel what? like Name it's. One. I feel like it's a different medium like, Name than one. filmmaking. I feel like yeah, it's a different. An there's different series. processes for how you get those things. There should be like yeah. an animated. I'm not interested in that process. Should have that like doesn't a, a interest me at all. For animated. And I don't like emotionally really connect with it very well. Yeah. Like in no. spurts, I can. Like I thought the opening ten minutes of Up was fucking beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Like things like that, I, I like, but that, they're yeah. not my. I'm not like when I think of movies, I don't think of them. Because like for me, like I think of I like gotcha. sports. Yeah. I think of like sports and stuff like if that. You say exactly. sports ball, I'm storming out. <laughs> I hate sports ball. <laughs> I do that term. I hate no all sports balls. I <laughs> fucking hate them. But to me, I'm more and more anti-sport the older I get. I can like I can. So l- you're probably not interested that North Carolina just upset Baylor. I don't know what okay. the fuck that means. I can look at like I can watch like a documentary <laughs> about like Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. or I can wa- like the Did last you watch dance. The mm-hmm. last dance. Yeah, no, I do. I do like sports movies, but that's because so, they're talking about the time as well as or the a sports. person. Yeah, or, it's about but, a person. But mm-hmm. even like when I'm watching like um, interesting there. There's yeah, like, like this Lakers documentary the 30 for 30 uh, uh, about like the, the Detroit Pistons, like with Isaiah Thomas and Lambeer and stuff like that. That's a great series. Thirty for thirty or whatever. I'm not I'm not interested awesome. in sports per se but like I can watch when somebody like puts it in a certain perspective yeah. like that mm-hmm. I can really appreciate like what the Detroit Pistons were doing in basketball yeah, at that time being fucking assholes mm-hmm. and it's awesome <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it <laughs> uh, so right. th- that's they're telling a story yeah, like, yeah I don't, it's telling a story I don't want to watch a game 
right. when I watch a story. That's sure. That's yeah. So that I like watching games. I like, yeah, I like that's fine. Well, I, like I, can, I can watch Love a game. Basketball. I can I watch a game. That's why I've got my computer Go so I can, I can keep watch, up with what's going on. I can in watch the a game and, app- and appreciate what's going into it. Like I, I know what goes into being like an athlete at mm-hmm. that level. Yeah, and I can appreciate it, and therefore like, uh, like enjoy what I'm watching yeah. when I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I got over that. <laughs> I no longer give I, a shit. <laughs> well, but, what about, but what about Hoosiers? Well, you like it's sports fine. movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I love Bull Durham. Bull like, Durham's fun. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, um, anyways. Field O Dreams. It's fine. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It's a little too inspiring for me. Yeah. But even, dreams? even with stuff like that, the sport is like a backdrop to like yeah, yeah. what it's a deeper story. Yeah. yeah, to the deeper yeah, story. Yeah. Uh, Major League. That's a backdrop the, to well, the, the in, deeper story. In regards to like Driving <laughs> Miss <fine>. Daisy, <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy is so up, uh, upsetting because it's so surface level. Like yeah. everything about it is so yeah. surface level. Like they didn't, it's like they just found out about racism mm-hmm. and we're like oh but race is an outrage but racism it's 1989 racism but doesn't exist outrageous. anymore <laughs> you know what i mean exactly yeah yeah right and they never and thought, it's like presenting it like a time capsule of some days begone yeah, yeah. exactly and it's so surface level because they never uh, they weren't able to dig deeper because yeah. it's a, a old white guy yeah old not white woman. able yeah uh no i mean <laughs> i meant the the director and writer the person who put it together yeah right. they aren't able to like dig deeper into what like racism actually means well, and yeah. how it didn't like, whether or not they were able to i understand what you're saying yeah uh and so the surface level and it, again the score of the movie it mm. also seems <laughs> it really like it, oh my god fuck. what if it won for best score i looked it did not okay. it was not even nominated okay, thank fucking christ <laughs> I, want to know uh, I mean all bets are off the, this movie was nominated for anything so all bets are off yeah, oh, the, the little true. mermaid won for best, <laughs> best score christmas okay yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that. Fuck off uh, with these yeah. fucking cartoons. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, and the last, cr- <laughs> last Crusade was also nominated. Ooh, John Woo! John Williams was nominated twice that year for Born on the Fourth Born of July. on the Fourth of July and Last Crusade. Nice. He's just like he oh, just turned I got 90. this. I got this fucking wrapped up. Um, nine. <laughs> it's fine. He's gonna um, die now. Well, yeah, he's an old guy. He's I gonna mean, die. He, he made the music for in the sixties and seventies, so it's not surprising to me that he's yeah. I mean, he's still cranking stuff out every once yeah. in a while, doesn't he? Like, yeah. I know he did the scores to like the new Star morning. Wars movies. Oh, yeah, well, he said that was going to be the last Star Wars movie, and now I guess he's composed a theme for the Obi Wan Kenobi show, the theme song. Oh, God, I have so many, so I don't many thoughts about oh, that Obi Wan Kenobi. I have, they finally, I have zero they finally, about <laughs> like Star Wars was the one thing where I was like, when they brought it back and everything, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, this is fun from <laughs> my youth. I'll get to go sure. see these with my kids and all that. And yeah. now I'm just like. Another fucking Star Wars thing. Yeah, too much I, shit. I don't I, want anymore. I, I made it through two episodes, maybe of the uh, Boba Fett. I watched, I watched, I watched one. the first and last episode. Uh, I just the first, first. Like thirty minutes and last thirty minutes nice. of the first episode. Well, and last how episode. did that happen? Because that's all I was interested. I didn't want to see all that. Middle oh, so you fluff. actually went there and like <laughs> fast forwarded <laughs> to the last. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I, I put it on for a minute. I was just like, this is really bad. I mean, I'd seen people bitching about it on Twitter. So it's stupid. Who gives a shit about Boba Fett? I never gave a shit about Boba Fett. Not once. <laughs> the Obi Wan Kenobi show, I really uh, the I think the one like the brightest spot of the prequels was Ewan McGregor yeah. as Obi Wan Kenobi. Sure, 
Uh, and so I'd always been like, oh, man, I wish he would have been given something yeah. to like really be good in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I wish. And are they? Is he? Is it's he him. in it? It's yeah. him. Yeah. It's him. But it's gonna have to be between it's between the prequels, prequels and, and yeah and uh, New Hope. New, New Hope. Hope. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, I doubt the the way the writing the, has a, gone. A trailer on all came of out. These, and it looks really stupid. I was gonna say the way they've <laughs> handled all of these little short movie or short series is they're really saccharine and mm-hmm. they're really interested in only a desert planet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. The whole, the whole galaxy far, far away is just one planet. I know. We can't yeah. see, like, we can't see anything on, like, a, f- yeah, what a is forest planet about? anymore. We can't see anything just, on, like... Whatever. Like, it, to make it more That's weird. interesting. We can't have, it, the, we well, can't have any, any planet on, with stop. more than one in the type of environment. <laughs> yeah, you wait it's another, all, like, yeah, 15, 20 years and then make another movie. Or just don't. Or like, don't. Move on or to don't. other things. <laughs> don't at all. Or yeah. don't at yeah. all. Star Wars is done. Totally fine. We're with done that. with it. Yeah. I could honestly. We don't, we don't make Tarzan movies anymore. Let it go. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like <laughs> yeah. the sequel trilogy should have stopped after yeah. the Last Jedi. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, with that. I, I would have been okay. Kid. Yeah. If it would have ended with Last, <laughs> Last Jedi, Jedi, I would have been like, "All right, great. I don't yeah. need another movie." That yeah, was a totally. great. That was a great way to end it. That was a good, good one. Good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Having Luke Skywalker die, and then the. But just ending on like a glimmer of hope glimmer that of like hope. that the, the the legend of Luke Skywalker <laughs> is going to the legend inspire of Luke Skywalker, a new generation of kids. Generation. <laughs> That's what I loved about that movie. It was like it was like giving this special chosen one bullshit to the people. Yeah, being like everybody can use this, and I was like, "That's fucking great." And then yeah, and then everybody was like, eh, "Is a girl in it?" And they got all <laughs> yeah. mad. And so then the next one, they backtracked everything and then kind of threw a little in the end, like, oh, the whole galaxy came to help. I was like, oh, there's the thread from the last movie a little bit. Kind of. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, Although I did, you know, I had a f- fun time. It was fine. I enjoyed it. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it just fine. It's just a little disappointing. I thought we were going in a good direction. I did really, <laughs> I did really, really hate how Ray defeated <laughs> Palpatine. Mm. I really, yeah. really did dislike. I that disliked quite the fact that Palpatine was in it. So yeah. did I. But even aside from that, the way that it, she just—why does it have to be all buttoned up like that? The like, way that just, she just like uses two lightsabers to like shoot his lightning. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. stupid. Yeah, this will work. I have no memory. That's how she—he's shooting I, I lightning, know, know, and she's blocking it with one lightsaber, and then she's like, "And oh, I'm yeah. all the Jedi," and then pulls out another lightsaber and just zaps it back at him. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like the, it back the writing at him. of that was laying way too much value on the color of the lightsaber as as the audience is connecting <laughs> right. to that as the good and the bad. Yeah, because yeah. it is color coded, but nobody ever. I I had to go back and like look at the. I was like, oh yeah, I guess it was. I don't care. It's Luke Skywalker fighting Darth Vader. That's all I care about. I don't care what color. Uh, honestly, I would have been mm. more. I would have been way more fine if she was like, "I'm all the Jedi," and then used the Force. Yeah. <laughs> to stop yeah. Him. Just like had like. Yeah. But, yeah. but the fact just that it's pops him. But the fact that, it, that it's lightsabers, it's like, well, Finn could have done that. Anybody yeah. could have done that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You gotta also have the Force with the lightsaber. Right. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Anyway, nobody cares. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, it's boring. Anyway, driving Miss Daisy. Uh, it was real. By the way, really quick. Um, just a couple other like Academy awardee things yeah. for that year, um, like best um, a best screenplay dead, went to Dead uh, Poets, dead poets. Um, best screenplay based on material from another medium was Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, because oh. that was a play, right? Um, uh, what was it up against? 
Born on the Fourth of, uh, of July. Enemies, book. Book. Uh, a love story, Field of Dreams, and My Left Foot. And then what did uh, one of what? those? Um, what? That's insane. I hit one best picture over those two. So. But do, do the Right Thing was nominated for uh, best screenplay oh. and and lost. Yeah, to Dead Poet Society. Dead yeah. Which, right. I mean, all right, whatever. That one that one's <laughs> kind of weird because like I do like Dead Poet Society so yeah, much. I love it. But I don't know if it's like it's definitely not a more unique. No, it's screen, there's like, nothing do the right special. Things a much more unique screenplay yeah. than Dead Poets Society. Yeah, Dead Poets is about inspiring a bunch of upper class white people to <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. like, go against their yeah. you know to to just try and live a little before you die before you sink into well, compromising do, your the, life. So yeah. the, my thinking about that though is in just in regards to like going to do stop a couple of these kids from selling out. I don't think so. In regards to twenty twenty, they're already and understanding yeah. how much uh, of the problems in the world are <laughs> rooted in like rep- like repre- male repression. Yeah. Is sure. I think pretty has sure. become more poignant in that movie uh-huh. uh, as time goes on because yeah. it's like oh yeah well of course <laughs> all the problems in the world yeah. is because white guys just can't get the fuck over themselves yeah <laughs> you go back and movies reflect that yeah uh-huh. throughout which is great totally subconsciously it, yeah exactly <laughs> but at least the Dead Poet Society is like bringing that to the forefront of like yeah, sure. repre- yeah. repressing yourself. <laughs> is the road to ruin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And is the reason why people uh, are terrible. Oh, captain, <laughs> my captain. They're yeah. horrible. Yeah. In in regards to Driving Miss Daisy, mm. I think there's actually a strong chance <laughs> that, <laughs> that this might be yeah. the winner of this Quit. series. Quit. Quit. Are you just, you are first well, on now, that regard. Well, well now, Dylan. Well, I, I declare that's a, that's a high possibility. <laughs> It was really. It's wow. I I, I <laughs> never want to watch Popeye. it again. I I absolutely never want to watch it again. Yeah. I don't want to um, watch fucking. I don't want to watch fucking Gone, Gone with, the the wind. with the Wind again. I don't really want to watch Gone with the Wind again either. It'll be the last time. Driving. Me too. Driving. I think if it was put in front <laughs> of me, pick one to destroy. It would probably be. <sighs> that's tough because mm, nope, the, it's not tough. The dating. There the, is cinema. The. The date Gone with the Wind is cinematographically. What's the word I'm looking for? It's visually. Are you talking stunning. about movies? Yeah, I'm talking about films. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's. I mean, that's part of like the difficulty of translating a play to a film mm-hmm. is like you got to make it cinematic, and mm-hmm. they didn't do it with Driving Miss Daisy. True. And you know, both Titanic and Gone with the Wind, especially the first half of Gone with the Wind, is just really cinematic right mm-hmm. so scope the scope is big and what they did with real you know real effects at that time is really interesting it's really yeah, so for the category of mm. movies that should not be considered for best picture I'm telling you fucking win well, I guess I, we've wrapped this series up this series is <laughs> done we don't even need to watch this fucking <laughs> four, four hour monstrosity <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Driving Miss Daisy. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we. I I definitely. I actually feel like I got dumber while I was watching it. Yes. Like I felt I, worse. And in the context of these types of movies that are dealing with race in a really sloppy, gross way, <sighs> it's impossible to separate. 
like modern times from the viewing of the movie. Mm. It's I, it, I think it is impossible, and I yeah. think it I think it sh- I think you should view it through modern like a modern lens. But I think mm-hmm. when you view something through a modern lens, you can still look at something and see the elements of it that are like yes. may be clunky or may not work, but still appreciate it for what yeah. it is and for what it accomplished and all that stuff. I think doing that with Miss Date driving Miss Daisy, uh, you're only going to find bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it it's only bad. Yeah. It wasn't even at the time, yeah, an acceptable thing. It sh- I I should hope not. Yeah, but I, I I'd obviously want. <laughs> so it was accepted among mainstream white people, right? But there was at least because I was thinking about this, I was like, well, and in its time where people just like, oh, it's a good message or something. I'm like, oh yeah, those people were, but. You I know, think I also, remember Spike Lee talking shit about that movie at the time. Yeah. And like, so there were people. It gets called out like, specifically hey, in. This isn't cool. Fear of a Black Planet, the public yeah. enemy album that came That's out right. that contains the Fight the Power song is specifically called out. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine really any person of color yeah. watching I'm, Driving I'm willing Miss to Daisy. bet that that's part of the, was the entire inspiration for the Burn Hollywood Burns song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't really imagine any anybody who isn't a white person watching this. I think I'd also and enjoying it one, or appreciating it because of the separation of like people were voting for this movie and this movie, and then it just kind of popped up, right? Like, right. Cause, Cause, yeah, because because I mean, born on the Fourth of July and three. I I don't know. I I could just see it being like there was a lot of people just kind of voting this way and this way and this way assuming that no one's going to vote for driving I don't fucking interesting know to see a voting breakdown I wonder how yeah that's got to be that's somewhere. a really interesting point because I never thought of that my thinking is this that it would be like my unanimous left foot. that everybody voted for you I, know what I mean I wonder huh. if they give my grading. left foot and uh, born on the 4th of July split the wheelchair vote yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I wonder if it's a graining thing. If you if you just have to make one selection, or if you can pick your five, four, three, two, one. You do one. that. From do what you? I understand, it's, at least nomination wise, it's like you because they should. Do I that think with for everything. nominations, what I heard is you do your t- your number one choice, <laughs> number two choice, number three choice, uh, on down like ten or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's how um, they select. I think that's how they select nominees in well, each. In and, and everyone, I mean, you can just you can just do it electronically. Like There's no reason not to be able to just do 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 right. today. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh my god, this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I would like to know. I would like to know. I want to know how many voted for it. Who voted for it? Is this Hollywood? Shut up! What's there? Looking to see if I could even find. Nah, they don't. That stuff's not published. Are you kidding? I wish it was. That's like trying to find out who's on the MPAA board. Like, that shit is Mm. harder to to find out than like CIA secret CIA documents because you're right I bet it would be something where it's like born on 4th of July and my left foot got like each got like 35% of the vote you know what I mean and then like Field of Dreams got a small slice of that and then Dead Poets got a chunk of that and then and just kind of eked out on top mm -hmm. as everybody's like second choice yeah Yeah, Uh, and maybe something about Jessica Tandy people are like warm to her because she was at that Give time, the actress, whatever. And then you but, also oh do have that like so old person annoyed. like reflecting on yes. like the era of their youth. Oh, yes, it was through rose-colored glasses type and, thing. Like, 
Yeah. It's not until a few years ago that they've started actually like trying to bring younger people into the academy. Like it's always been yes. like stodgy, stodgy, old stodgy, stodgy or people that weren't white. Or I think ninety four percent. Yeah. I just read. Are you guys talking about Oscar so white? Yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about Oscar so white. Seventy four percent men. Ninety four percent white. Oscar's so white. Oscar's so dicks. <sighs> Pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do it. I mean, there should be a butt plug shaped like an Oscar, though, just as a non sequitur. I'm sure there is. I mm. have one. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I have never seen one. So I uh, don't believe that it exists. You've got to win one. <laughs> you got to win one. <laughs> That's the AVNs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> great. It is a bummer that they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> the AVNs are just the exact same Oscar, just miniaturized <laughs> and butt pluggable. Yeah. Or not. Cone shaped. on what you'd like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or not miniaturized. I was saying. Oh, if, yeah, you know, depending I, on what I you're mean, into. I mean, the Oscars like that. I mean, that's yeah. You gotta do some serious stretching exercises, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's AVN, man. Um, I can't believe <laughs> driving Miss Daisy doing some stretching. Got exercises. nine nominations. Nine nominations Fuck. for this movie, mm-hmm. and it won four. That's uh, best picture, best actress, best makeup, best adapted screenplay, best makeup. Best makeup. Jesus Christ! They made him a little bit older once. Yeah, the wife in the the we're at the funeral, and the wife, like Dan Aykroyd's racist, super racist wife, yeah. Patty Lapone. The the age makeup they put on her was ridiculous. <sighs> it was like what you do on a t- high school yeah. production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. That's that's offensive that it won for best act, best um, makeup. Yeah, it's offensive that it won. It's offensive that it exists. That's true, <sighs> but it was a produced as okay. a major motion picture. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Oh, Fuck by the way, this movie. Um, Gene Siskel uh, said it was one of the best films of 1989. Oh boy. Roger Eber said it is a film of great love and patience. It is an immersely subtle film in which hardly any of the most important information is carried in the dialogue in which body language, tone of voice, or the look in an eye can be the most important thing in a scene. <laughs> After so He's many not movies wrong. No. in which shallow and violent people deny their humanity and ours, what a lesson to see a film that looks into the heart. <laughs> Yeah, into the fart. Mm, into the farts <laughs> more like it. Deep in the fart of Texas. Um, huh? Are we talking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty Stars stupid. at night, big and bright, deep in the fart of Texas. Now, I do think it's interesting, too. Woo! That, yeah! Uh, how many times, how, uh, how common <laughs> is it for a movie that's not... Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, a, a movie that's... Nom- not only nominated for best picture, but wins best picture where the director is not that's what nominated. I was oh, that's what I was oh. saying. Oh, yeah. not even nominated. Yeah, he wasn't Ooh. even nominated. That seems Crazy. very un- unlikely, right? I, I'm sure it's only happened a handful of times. Because I think winning, I think the sure. best picture, and be- like the- most more often than not, it is also the best director. But it's happened at least ten times. Yeah, it right, ha- it happens oh, yeah. every so often where it's like. But uh, I don't understand that. How can you have the best picture but not be the best director mm-hmm. connected to that? that well, I think, make well, any I think sense. Gravity is like a good example where Did Gravity- it win Best Picture? No, it won yeah. Best Director, hmm. but it didn't win Best Picture. What won Best Picture that year? Probably Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can appreciate that. It might be. Uh, well, yeah. Let me see. What, what, pretty, yeah, you're right. That, might be, that is pretty close. Know, that was 2013. Gravity was 2013? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, was it? Time mm-hmm. flies. I thought it was it's like 2017. 10 years ago. 
Um, Jesus so Christ, what the hell was 86, going on the other day? <laughs> 86 Academy Awards. Oh, my God. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture, 12 Years a Slave, oh, one okay. Best Picture. Why wouldn't All they right. give the director to that guy? Wasn't that yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve McQueen? Steve McQueen? Yeah. They just they just won't give Steve McQueen an They're Oscar, like, man. It just goes all no, the way back to the '60s. No black guys talking about race. Can't do it yeah. until Spike Lee finally got one. I remember he still has never even been nominated for best director, has he? Well, oh, he won. Black Klansman, he won. He won. Didn't he? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Gravity won best. Uh, Al- Alfonso Cuarón uh, won best director, mm-hmm. but it didn't. Alfonso Cuarón, but. That that actually does kind of make sense to me in regard to like that movie because that movie is so spectacularly directed. It's true, mm-hmm. but it's not like an incredible, like a profound story in no. the same way that no. like Twelve, 12 Years, Years a Slave, Slave. Yeah. might yeah. be. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> who's our best actors this year? We got. I mean, we got Twelve Years a Slave. Pretty profoundly directed no, no, no. movie too. I, yeah. I'm just, so it's hard to. I'm yeah. just saying I can just see where the distinction but he lies. Was, he in was that nominated instance. at least, right? For sure. Oh, okay. sure I can yeah. see where the distinction lies in that kind of example where gravity, the direction mm-hmm. in that movie is so like, yeah, incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and not to say that like Twelve Years of Stephen Queen and Twelve yeah. Years of Slave is not, uh, but I can see why that would win Best Picture and why Gravity, why Alfonso would win Best Director in this instance. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of makes sense. Uh, oh, did you see that? But it seems incredibly odd that yeah. Driving Miss Daisy would win and Bruce Beresford wouldn't even be nominated yeah. for Best Director. That yeah. seems so odd. Yeah. That is very strange. Right? This like, is the best movie, but the guy that ran the thing, not so like, great. Because it does seem to go so mean? like part and parcel. They see, Those two categories seem yeah. like intrinsically linked yeah. to the point where... I suppose it's totally possible for every department to just do outstanding work without any sort of good direction. I suppose that's yeah. possible, <laughs> but so it doesn't feel be a very best possible. You know what I mean? Best like, producer nominee. Yeah, if a producer stepped in maybe and like took the reins and was like, right. here's what we need. But it's like, yeah, to say like nine categories, this thing might uh, be the dude, best think... thing that happened, but- the directors, whatever. I know. Like, what does that mean? I think Denzel's going to walk away with it this year, you guys. I think. Especially because. Maybe. I, I've moved on. I'm I not think listening to you guys anymore. The best directors that year were Oliver Stone, Woody Allen, Peter uh-huh. Weir, uh, Kenneth Branagh, and Jim Sheridan. So two of those weren't nominated for yeah. Best Picture. Interesting. Which was Crimes and Misdemeanors and Henry V. Huh. Very yeah, strange. it's always strange to me. But again, I bet if they did it now, if mm-hmm. like well, the rules only, were the same, because there's more. They they nominate <laughs> yeah. more pictures than directors now. Yeah, right. So now it's Kenneth Branagh was nominated for best director. It's got tons of nominations. What is happening? The, the I Academy don't fucking know. loves that guy. <laughs> I, love I'm him. fine with him, but it's not the doesn't nothing make any up there. sense to me. Huh. He seems like Michael Bay, but with <laughs> Shakespeare. He's um, not, not quite as un- he's unbearable. More, no, I think he's more like middle of the road Ron Howardy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a better example. But <laughs> like, I think I think I think fucking Denzel's got it. I mean, what are the nominees for Javier Best Bardem, yeah, Benedict no. Cumberbatch, Andrew well, Garfield? Maybe. I didn't see Tick Tick Boom. I did. Will Smith and Denzel. I could see Will Smith because he's the only yeah. one. He's, he's well, and Javier Bardem stuff. is also there. They there's love. no there seems to be no buzz on that stuff though. Yeah. There's no buzz around that movie at all. Being the Ricardos? Yeah. 
No, I mean he's fine, it's, but he yeah, doesn't look were, anything like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> no. They were good. They were both good in it. I liked it's just, it. It's, I liked it just fine. It's whatever. But who cares? It's, yeah. It felt like a made-for-TV movie. I watched Amy Poehler's documentary. It was better. Oh really? Lucy and Desi. Oh, I would, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like so that. So we got best actress Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, uh-huh. Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, and Kristen Stewart. Man, I haven't seen most yeah. of those. You didn't see Spencer. I didn't get a I chance not to see, see Spencer, Spencer. Nor the it's kind of cool. Tammy Faye. It? It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's got like a weird. It's a. It's taking. It's a, obviously like a biopic, mm-hmm. but it does it in a really. Uh, interesting way like it looks like a movie shot in the 90s or like in the 80s so it's got like a grainy quality to it it's cool um and then like the score and all of it makes it feel almost like a psychological horror movie Mm. uh especially knowing like what yeah princess dies life was like oh is that what that says spencer Mm -hmm. yeah that's Mm. her maiden name right yeah oh it I makes would, it feel it, it, cre- would, it makes it feel creepy and unsettling. It's it kind of really cool. Did you see the humans? Huh? It's a new. Uh, it's a A twenty four release, but it's um, it's a guy that took his own play and wrote and directed this movie. It's got Richard Jenkins and Amy Schumer and Beanie Feldstein and huh. uh, some other Stephen uh, Ewan. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, he's oh. in, so it's like a it's uh, her and her boyfriend i think they've moved into this new place in in new york and there's it's really sparse like they don't have anything in there yet and it's thanksgiving and her family comes over oh yeah it's like i really liked it hulu okay but it's like fucking um it's shot like a a horror movie like it's kind of like it's spooky and you keep like almost expecting the way he's shooting it and the way he's playing out moments it's like it's like you're expecting something almost supernatural to happen. Uh-huh. It never does. And it's just, a, it's, it's just, just a, that a story like, of humans. Wow, what a cool uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. way to put us in a mindset, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> with this family and their problems. Yeah, I, I, I really I, like. I it. actually remember seeing a trailer for that and being like, "I want to watch that." Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Cool. Um, anyways, all right, all right, we gotta go. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be back uh, next week. Talking about Gone with the Wind, and then we will Fucking come back and declare a winner of the the worst, the best of the worst. No, the worst of the best. best of the worst, worst, of worst of the best. Worst of the worst of the best. Worst of the best. Okay. Worst of the supposed best. Worst of the worst. Worst of the best. Worst of the worst. I don't know how to phrase it. Worst of the worst best pictures. Anyways, thanks everybody so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate it, and you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> especially you, especially you and you. Not so much you. Do all that podcast stuff you me. know that podcasts tell you to do. Uh, it's the same for us, <laughs> as you've heard on every other one that you've ever listened to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm always surprised that podcasts still feel the need to be like rate and subscribe on. Right. <laughs> it's like we fucking know, and we're not gonna do it. And I don't. Do <laughs> yeah, I would have done it by now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. until next time, awesome. all right we'll be back next week and until then cry cry macho shitters yes